episode 117. And welcome into the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. And I am Jess Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the best team ever assembled, the San Francisco Giants, who went three and two last week. A lot of optics. Mm-hmm. And I'm Tyler Coe, representing the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went a perfect 5-0 and last week, and have also been a perfect 10-0 and in their last 10. They have the best record in baseball, the best 162-game stretch of any team in Major League history. Everything oh, is going, just going the then, Dodgers' huh? way. I, mm. Things just can't be better. I mean, I only have good vibes today. And when has that ever happened? Oh, Never. It's great. Ever? The Giants finally had a f- over 500 uh, week, which obviously means they went back in the standing. So that's tight. Yeah, that's uh, I think we're like really good. I guess games back in the wild card should be. Fun. I don't even. I don't even look no anymore. I'm not even concerned. And the best part is, no soon enough, I'm not even going to be concerned about the Padres because they're probably going to fall off in the wild card, and it's just going to be great. Everything will be back to normal. The Giants, the Padres, they all suck. And the Dodgers are going straight for that World Series championship. I don't think that the Padres will fall off because, a of, the, because of Milwaukee not being that great. I, I, not because, you know, um, the Padres are doing well, but I think it's more detriment to the uh, the, the the Brewers. So, uh, But let's talk about we'll it this week, Tyler. Why, um, why don't you, we- you, why don't you, you can go just first. circle jerk. You want me to go first? I'll yeah. Why don't we first. get it out of the way? You know, let people. Get it, let, let's get into. Yeah. Let's 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 start with people who want to hear. Let's get to the meat. The 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 the, the, meat, the meat potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Right. There I'm saying let's go. let's We're get the, the sad same, shit out of the way. Same, it's like no, this is great. It's listen, gonna be a great time. Listen, fucko. Here's what's gonna happen. All right. <laughs> it's it's like when someone asks you, uh, "Do you want the bad news first or the good news?" You always say the bad news. So, do you want the bag segment first? Yes. And then we'll get to the good stuff. Yeah, let's go to the bag segment, uh, and that's what we're getting to right I'm now. I'm sorry, do you need to clean your ears out? <laughs> no, you just don't know how to speak words, bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's my turn. My turn. All right, let's talk about the Giants. Uh, we go back to Oakland, where Crawford and Tyros try to finally come back. In game one, they win 7-3. to three. Wade Davis. <laughs> I said Wade Davis because I saw these on my notes. Lamont Wade and J.D. Davis. And Bart hit some bombs. That was pretty great. Uh, and, yeah, basically Packers up the Oakland A's in game one. Game two, they won again because they're a team that wins. They won 6-4. Estrada. That's a win streak a right there. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, oh, there's more to come to this. You ready? Yaz hits two bombs. Webb shoves going seven, allowing two earned runs. That's a sweep. It's a two-game sweep, but it's still a sweep. We're, 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 we're happy. Everything's great. We're coming. We're gonna have a. Uh, we're gonna be able to go back in time, win some games. Wow, 110 win season. It's gonna be uh-huh. awesome. <clears throat> and then we go to San Diego, and the good vibes are still kind of going. They get the win, one zero, shut out the Padres. Uh, Wood goes six and a third with no runs, and of course, the, the play that everyone's talking about: Giants, the best defense in baseball, strikes again. <laughs> The best relay you'll ever see, Gonzo, to craw, to Bart picking it like he's done it a million times before, saving the game. And everything was great. And then we go to game. So, yeah, like, then we go to game two. And <clears throat> Padres kind of uh, 
<laughs> drove this game almost all the way in, but then Hater comes in and could not find the fucking strike zone. The Giants get to Hater again, and somehow he strikes out J.D. Davis without finding the strike zone. Should have been a 3-1 count, okay? But I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy posting the freaking script. That's not me, okay? And it doesn't really matter anyways because Manny hits a three-run bomb to walk it off. And to anyone, if 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 here, here's the issue everyone's having because Kapler sent out um, Tyler Rogers in the ninth inning and not Camilo Duvall. The game was tied, um, and it was for sure, at least if the Giants were trying to win this game, it was going to go to the tenth. It was tied four to four going into the the ninth, um, the bottom of the ninth. So who are you going to pick, Tyler Rogers, who uh, gets weak contact, or are you going to pick Camilo Duvall, probably the best closer in the fucking game? You can't do that because you'd rather have him in the tenth. If I'm, uh, am I right? Because Manfred runner on second, you got that's a strikeout pitcher. Um, plus, you want him to get the the safe. That's that's his inning. So I'm not sure why everyone thinks that Duvall. Should have been in there in the ninth inning. It's coulda, woulda, shoulda. Hindsight's twenty twenty. And let's say it did happen the way people wanted to. Duvall gets a one, two, three inning. Then Rogers goes into the uh, goes into the tenth with a runner on second, and Manny Machado coming up. And people say you could pitch around him. Completely true. You could have pitched around him, but you're going to give a have a guy on second with no outs to a contact pitcher, and he's letting balls find holes all fucking season long so it would have been the same outcome it is what it is the giants bullpen is so fucking shot and we'll get to that later but let's talk about this game three giants lose again seven to 13 the giants offense comes alive everyone pitching and getting rbis knocks and, and drawing walks walking guys in um jd davis will probably get the shine because he hits a bomb but junis has a bad start and the bullpen is so fucking trash Cattell, Mar- I mean, Cattell Marte, Junior Marte, and Harlan Garcia gets smacked around, uh, giving up five runs. So that's not tight. Um, that's Giants week. It that's was, Giants baseball, is, baby. Giants baseball. Because here's the thing. If the Giants would have, they had the opportunity to win both of those games, those last two games. If they would have won one of those games, this this whole week would have been looked at in a different light. Um, but the one part of this um uh, Giants team that should have been addressed at the deadline, which we'll get into later, um, blew up the game, blew up both games, and uh, you know even tried to blow up a couple games in in Oakland, but we're able to hang on. So uh, I I don't know. We'll we'll get more into this bullpen a little bit later after uh, um, Tyler just circle jerks himself off, but um, that's the way it is, unfortunately. And who knows what's going to happen with this team. Yeah, bummer. Can't relate. Um, yeah, sucks yeah. for you. Dodgers, on the other hand, went five and zero, and it's great. Everything in Dodger Town is wonderful. The sun is shining, and I, I couldn't be happier. Padres and Dodgers, the the duel of the century. The newly revamped Padres are gonna show the Dodgers they're not little brother anymore (laughs) and they completely fall apart and it was a sight to see um they get swept which was awesome first game not even close Dodgers score I think four runs in the first inning they win 8-1 Tony Gonsolin was looking good 
everything just kind of clicked. Will Smith, we'll get to him later. He uh, killed the Padres, which was fantastic. Game two, Dodgers put up eight again. This time a little bit different. It was close for a while. Dodgers were down. And then I think Max Muncy, it was, hit a three-run bomb. We'll get to him later too, Max Muncy, coming around. If I were uh, competing teams, I'd be fucking scared right now. There, He's looking pretty good. And then game three, they get shut out. Tyler Anderson fucking shoves, gives up two hits over seven. Evan Phillips comes in. Craig Kimball comes in, shuts it the fuck down. Dodgers win 4 nothing. Only hold them to two hits. The Padres, the offensive juggernaut of all time, the new murderer's row, all get, gets held to two hits. I'm not worried. And I know everyone's going to be like, well, when Tatis comes back, bring it. He's they're, they're done, bro. It's over. So Dodgers complete the sweep. Uh, last week, I thought they had a four-game series with the Padres, and I was confused. Turns out I was reading I was the schedule confused. wrong. I was reading next month, and then we play them Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Mondays against San Francisco, and I think I just saw the S and whatever. Um, then we had a two-game series with the Twins. They just get shellacked. On Tuesday night, every single player who had an at-bat had a hit. Not even just the starting lineup. Every single player who had an at-bat had a hit. I was there. It was great. It was fun to boo Carlos Correa again. I missed that. Julio looked unhittable, just absolutely shoving. And then last night, Ryan Pepio gets the start. Looks a little bit shaky. Um, Offense has to bail him out, but that's what the Dodgers do. They hit. Chris Taylor hits a big home run. Max Muncy hits a big home run. And then my favorite player and your favorite player, Joey mm-hmm. Gallo, hits his first home run, who I said when we traded for him was the best player ever. I didn't say he was bad at baseball. That was Jesse, not me. Uh, he is bad at baseball, right? right, right. He is. Um, but good for, good for Joey Gallo. Dude, he smoked a double. He smoked a double on Tuesday, gets the home run on Wednesday. You know, it's good to see him happy, not miserable, not having to worry about getting, you know, punched in the mouth on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, though. So Joey Gallo, when he got his first hit, he, he wanted to keep the ball. So this home run lands a couple rows ahead of me. Security rolls up, grabs the guy and says, you know, Gallo wants the ball back. And so this guy asked for a Joey Gallo bat. Sign bat, which I think is very reasonable. And they told him no. And so he said, fuck you, I'm keeping the ball. So, but then I heard something interesting that I didn't know that my dad actually told me that they were talking about in the broadcast. Joey Gallo has the, his knob, his bat knob. It's like a hockey stick. Really? And I don't, I don't know if you know much about hockey, but a hockey Not stick much. is you, you basically make a knob on the end of the stick that's like sticks out way fatter. You make it with tape. Mm. So he has a huge square handled knob and he has to get these bats custom made. So I was like, maybe that's why he didn't want to give up one. Right. I don't know. Uh, just a little, little interesting thing, but the biggest part is if a guy wants his ball, you should give him his fucking ball back. 
Fuck you. The guy caught the ball. It's his ball. He can do whatever he want with it. He could, but I'm I'm not saying like legally you should have to or whatever. But if it's me and a player's like, hey, I want that ball. I hit it. Well, here's yeah. the biggest thing. I, mean, I might Typically, ask like, about, hey, could I? And he's like, no, nah, I can't do that. I'd be like, yeah, all right, fine. Well, like, what am I going to do? It's going to sit in my fucking drawer. Here's the thing. Usually they'll let you at least give it to him. And that was this guy's thing. He's like, I want to be the one to like give it to him. And they said right. no. So good for him. Then the Dodgers, the Dodgers just sucked. Then, yeah, I'm sure he'll get uh, in touch with them on Twitter. Anywho, Dodgers wrap up a a, a perfect homestand, a perfect week, a perfect last ten games. I mean, it's just perfect, Jesse. What, yeah, what, what? must be fucking nice. I mean, it, it it is nice right now, and we go through this. Every season, the Dodgers just keep winning and winning and winning. They haven't gone on a losing streak. There's no downtime for the Dodgers. That's fine because that means someone's going to knock them out in the NLCS and they're going to go home again without a ring. And that's fine by me. You wish. If the Giants don't win, as long as anybody else but the Dodgers win, that would be fantastic. But as we move to the um, everyone's favorite segment of this podcast, we're going last year, last week we didn't even uh, get to it because there's just so much stuff going on, but we're going stud and dud of the week. Uh, I, I'm wrestling with how I want to do this, but I think I'm just going to, you know, I, I think we're in, in, in darker times and we need to talk about what's wrong with this team. So let's, let's get the stud out of the way. It's obvious that it's JD Davis. I mean, I do want to give a quick little mention to, uh, my guy, Joey Bart, um, who's hitting over 300 this week, um, you know, w- with a bomb. So I, I do want to give him a little love, especially with his uh, his defense that he's been having. And, um, you know, I just want to give him a little love because he's my guy. And if he's good, then this team is going to be a lot better. So especially for the future. But J.D. Davis, ever since he's gotten traded, is hitting 350, got um, a 1.2 OPS and has three bombs. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want to dance on the Mets' graves because obviously they're just torn apart by this, and they've, uh, they're never going to recover. Mm-hmm. But uh, we obviously won the trade, which means we just won everything. Uh, no, fuck that. That's going to be so fucking good. But it, it is nice because JD Davis is returning next year, and I don't know if it's just a mechanical thing with the coaches, if he's just hot this week, he just looks really good and really comfortable making good defensive plays. And I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited for JD Davis and he makes this team better. And you know, who knows what it's going to mean for this year, but uh, next year it's a good little building block, especially because if you think that Longo might retire, which is the rumor, um, it's good to have a good uh, solid third base option right now. So JD Davis, the man really excited. Suck it, Tyler. Mm, that's really cute. Um, Owner, yeah, obviously. Kershaw. Okay. Obviously, okay. there's only one guy I'm giving the stud to. Mm. And it's not so obvious because I could give it to Cody Bellinger. I could give it to Max Muncie, who hit 385 these past seven games. 385. He's back, baby. Except he might be going on the IL tomorrow, so he might not be back. <laughs> but <laughs> right, I'll tell you someone. Bro. Listen to, listen to this. My boy mm. Will Smith, okay? 11, 4, 26, one home run, seven RBIs, two walks. He even threw, threw in a stolen base, okay? Batting 423, has an OPS 
about 1100. He's batting 275, and my boy didn't get an all-star nod. Get the fuck out of here. The best catcher in baseball. The best catcher in baseball. Will Smith. Yeah. And you know I always say it. Buster Posey to retire last year for that. You know I always say he's the best defensive catcher in baseball. (laughs) You know I've never said anything bad about his defense, that's for sure. Uh Um, And, dude, Dud, I'm having trouble picking one. I guess I'll give it to Phil Bickford for giving up a home run. That's how slim the pickings are because everyone's been playing out of their minds this last mm. week. So I guess I'll give it to Phil Bickford for giving up a home run. Forever Giant. I love Phil Bickford. Um, when the Dodgers were already up by like 10 runs. So, <laughs> so it didn't really fucking matter. It didn't matter. That's nice. That must be nice. Um, it, it's very nice. Let's tell you something that isn't nice, and it is my dud. I know Tyler really interrupted me and kept going, but I'm just going to let him do it because I'm a nice guy. Um, And I'm dreading talking about this, but also I'm kind of pissed. So this dud is going to this Giants bullpen. It's just so fucking bad. Um, It's given up 11 earned runs these past five games this week. Um, It's given runs, and, and it's not like it was just like one blow up game. Um, you know, and, and it's just getting tagged for all the, it's, they've given up uh, runs in four out of the five games this last week. I'm not sure in, in what world you could even try to compete for anything with a shop bullpen. Uh, it just makes no sense. Like who would have thought, yeah, man, maybe, maybe they should add to this bullpen at the deadline. I mean, it doesn't cost that much to add some decent relievers. This bullpen is fucking drowning. Um, maybe we should do something. Uh, maybe, and I don't even want to take credit for it because I did say it, but you know who else said it? Fucking everyone. Okay. Like it's, it was so obvious that this bullpen needed to be added to, and it's just ridiculous that nothing has happened. If you want to somehow say that you believe in this team and, you know, Farhan want to be like, oh, we believe in this team. We, we think it can whatever, but you don't add to the struggling bullpen that didn't cost much. That's not going to cost much to, you know, give a little bit of help to. I don't know. I mean, he's mentioned things like, you know, um, calling up a couple guys, maybe our boy uh, R.G. Davovich coming up. But are we really going to call him up to try to give him the eighth and the seventh or eighth inning? I mean, you look in this Giants pull, but everyone's in it. The only people that you feel good about is Duvall, obviously, and in and John Brebbia is having a pretty solid year. Um, but Dominic Leone is struggling. Tyler Rogers has struggled all year. Um I mean, you look at this last year's bullpen, everyone who was uh, uh, a mainstay and it was a solid guy is either gone, being Jake McGee, or just having a bad season, Tyler Rogers and Dominic Leone. So I, I don't know if we can just keep shoving these guys out there and seeing what happens or, you know, there's a mechanic. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a mechanics guy, obviously, um, or else I wouldn't be sitting on this fucking chair just talking about baseball. But, uh, like, I don't know what to do. But don't come to us talking about, oh, man, if we just have a good week, you know, and you have one of the shittiest bullpens in baseball. So it's shot. Something needs to change. I don't know what you could do as far as this uh, like a DFA market or, you know, shopping people's. Uh, I guess the only, that's the only way you can add. You can't even shop people's AAA um, fucking roster unless they're not on the 40, man. I believe that's a way to do it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to do, but it's shot. It sucks. And it needs to get better. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, can't relate. Um, yeah, bummer. It just sucks, dude. 
I mean, have you finally accepted that the season's over or? I've accepted that the season's over for a while, um, but I'm also really stupid and uh, like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're dumb. And then for instance, after game one of the Padres series, I was like, who, I mean, they win another game or two with this Padres series and the world series is calling. You know what I mean? Like, so they always reel me back in. I'm stupid. I'm always going to get reeled back in when they start doing okay. So as of right now, I know the season's over, but I mean, obviously things can change all of a sudden tomorrow. The bullpen can just shove it down my fucking throat and, you know, go on a crazy. Yeah, they're, they're good. They'll just decide that, you know, we need to be better. Yeah, exactly. They need to skate, skate better. better. Skate exactly. Better. Exactly. So, I mean, I, they were great last year. So it's not like it's like you're putting a triple A team out there and just seeing if they're, I mean, they have the potential to be good. It's just they haven't shown they've been good all year. So the one time you should have added to it, you should have added to it. But I, I mean, it at any point, this team can go on a streak and they can get me back in. But at the moment, I'm not in right now. Um, like I said, there. I mean, you know, if when we start going to the next week's things, we can talk about you know what a way they can get back in it. But at this moment, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Mm. Uh, not related at all. I'm watching the Field of Dreams game right now, mm. and it's so frustrating because my eyes are pretty shitty. That mm. the Reds, the Cincinnati C, and the Chicago C are the exact same C. Uh-huh. So I didn't realize that the Cubs were winning four nothing until like a minute ago. I thought the Reds were winning four nothing. Oh, so that's that's really chill. They should probably fix that. But when go Cubs go, that's uh, neither here nor there. Um, coming up for the Dodgers, Smiley pitching. Dodgers are going. They're trying to break that that record of most consecutive wins. I don't know how much it is, but I know they need to win a few more games, and that's what they're going to do. It. I would love it if they kept winning this season. Just keep winning, keep winning, because you got to go on a losing streak at some point. You got to lose some games at some point. Why not the fucking playoffs in the Dodgers mm-hmm. MO? So that's God, you're that's all I, that's all I you're for. such just a little baby. Anywho, Dodgers got a weekend series in Kansas City. I'm going sweep. Okay, three game sweep. Then the Dodgers have four Milwaukee. I'm going sweep. A seven game perfect road trip. Road trip. It's going to be awesome. Dodgers going to go 17 and 0 over the last 17. Stranglehold sure. onto the division. Just first they're locking up the first seed throughout the playoffs, home field advantage. It's it's just going down right now, bro. But let let I got to get into something real quick first. <laughs> okay. Real quick first. Max Muncy might be going on the IL. He he Okay. I thought so I was sitting in the pavilion last night. He took a ball, a fucking shot ground ball. I thought it hit off his chest. And I was like, oh, no. Apparently, it hit off his hand. And he doesn't have a broken hand, but he has a bone bruise. And he can't close his hand around a bat. So I'm assuming he's going to be going on the IL just as he turned it around, which it's is very, shit. very discouraging. But that just means Miguel Vargas is going to get called up or James Outman who both rake and it's going to be sick as fuck. So I'm not worried. Just wanted to let our viewers know that Tyler's not worried. So they shouldn't be worried. 
No, shouldn't be worried. The regular season, and that's that's what we're home for. But um, we forgot something, Tyler. We forgot to go around the league, and you're going out of order. And we do not go out of order on this podcast. But you know what? We went a little out of order today, so we are going to talk about one thing around the league that was very interesting. That I felt like we just needed to speak on. Um, Chris Sale uh, doesn't know how to ride a bike. Joe Biden part two falls off his bike and breaks his fucking hand. Uh, I don't uh, like that's got to be the most demoralizing thing for uh, a fan base, a team, all the above. But I also feel bad for Chris Sale because I just don't know what happened. I don't know if he was being reckless, but if he was just like, hey, this is how I condition myself. I go on bike rides. Yeah. And he just like hit a rock or something and fell. Because the thing is, you fall a wrong way, you know, and it just happened. And you happen to put your hand in a certain place, uh, you and your body weight kind of falls on it. You know what I mean? Then you you break a bone. I mean, it happens to a lot of people all the time. So if it's one of those, then I, I feel really bad because he's been like, gosh, struggling to come back from from injury. And then comes back and then gets a liner straight to the hand, breaks the um, breaks his fucking hand. And then he's on the road to coming back and he falls off a bike and breaks his hand again. So I don't know if it's yeah. a fragile thing or just feel bad for the guy or the dude's being fucking reckless. So at least Tatis was on a motorcycle. At least that sounds cooler. <laughs> that sounds cooler. Instead right, of right. being like, I fell off my my bike. That's a uh, it's kind of lame. Not gonna right. lie. Uh, one more thing around the league. Um, shout outs to your boy uh, Tim Lincecum, dude. Uh, his his yeah. wife passed away, man. That's that's tough. I didn't. Apparently, it happened in June, and I don't think wow. they like anyone knew about it until today. Right. Yeah, it's and I was struggling about if, if if we should have brought it up, but you know, I guess there is one thing that I guess needs to be said about it. Obviously, condolences to to him, his family, and her family. Um, and uh, I, I think that shows that you don't know what's going on in someone's life. Like the, the, the lineup or the guest list for the 2012 World Series reunion um, uh, guest list, whatever, was released. And there was three notice, noticeable names that were missing, um, which were Buster Posey, Tim Lincecum, and Pablo Sandoval. And people were kind of giving shit to Buster Posey and Tim Lincecum. Um, Pablo Sandoval is still just playing games in Mexico right now. So he's like, dude, I, I got a game. can't be there. So um, Buster Posey's been at the park multiple times. Uh, I, I, I think that he should, like, I would love it if he's there. And it's kind of like, ah, you could get it on a flight. But at the same time, do lives in Georgia now. Um, you know, he has a right to, to not show up. He was just there for his Buster Posey day for the Will Clark ceremony. Um, so that one's kind of weird, but at the same time, it's like whatever. But a lot of people are giving shit to, to Tim Linscombe for not showing up. Um, but when you have a, a, a major loss to someone really close to you, the last thing you want to do is celebrate at all. You just feel like shit. So um, I guess that shows that you shouldn't, you know, if you don't know situations, you should just not talk shit. Probably shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck shut up. The fuck up. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you said, condolences to his family, to her family. That's a it's a tough situation. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to get back in order and talk about the Giants <laughs> this week for anyone who's still here, because 
we're done talking about the Dodgers, so everyone's probably already stopped listening. So no, they want to hear my game plan to get back in this fucking thing because they know the Giants. Farhan, get on the horn with Jesse. Just, He's yes. got it all figured out. This is what's gonna happen. This is the road to the parade. It all started August fourteenth, which is tomorrow or today when you're when you're listening to this. Um, Oh no, that's a couple days. Today's ago. August eleventh, you dumbass. Yeah, so twelfth when you're listening to this. I don't even know what day it is. This is already this is, this is already day. bad. This is already um, going bad. All I'm trying to say is if the Giants are gonna somehow get back in this, they need to do it this month. Uh I mean they have the Pirates, Diamondbacks, Colorado, um, you know, they got Detroit, Minnesota. Um, and then they end up end with the Padres this month, but that's a solid stretch of teams that aren't that great. I mean, Minnesota is, is a first place team, but I don't know. They don't really scare me that much. I don't know if that's me being dumb, but they're not very the good. Cause, yeah. Cause if you look to September, man, you got Philly Dodgers, Milwaukee, you got a, uh, then you got like a two. Um, no, never mind. You got a Cubs series and then you go to the Braves, then the Dodgers. And then the rest of the month, you do get Colorado, Arizona, and then Colorado at home. So that's, I mean, that, that's a little better, but that's only two series at the very end and one series in the middle. You got a gauntlet right there in September. So, I mean, I, if, if they can't get even into the conversation at the end of this month, there's just fucking dig the hole and put them in at this point. I mean, call some guys up, see what you could do, and get ready for next year, which you should have done at the fucking trade deadline. But nonetheless, that's the only way you're going to get back into this thing if it's even possible, which I'm not sure that it is. So it is what it is. Um, it's going to be Pittsburgh and Arizona. Um, three games with uh, Pittsburgh at home, four games with Arizona at home. If they want to somehow get back into this, they can't lose more than two next week. So who knows what happens. That's the only thing I got to say about that. And hopefully the Padres just suck. And we fall into it. And then anything can happen when you're in the playoffs. So all of a sudden, this bullpen can just be locked down. You have no fucking idea. So, uh, yeah, that's where we are on yeah. the side of the coin. A hor- horrible take, uh, as usual. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's it. I think you know, it's a pretty quick week for us. I mean, there's right. not much to say. Dodgers were perfect, mm-hmm. and the perfection is just going to continue. I mean, shit, we could have just made this a three-minute podcast, and everyone right. just would have been satisfied. Dodgers, the Dodgers were perfect, are and the Giants were ah, which they yeah. needed to be great to even make a statement. But the Giants were ah, so you know what the Giants need to do? Win ten in a row. Mm. You know what they're not going to do? Win ten. That's in actually a, row. a good strategy, honestly. That should yeah. that's actually a pretty good strategy. Maybe they should do that. That'd be good. Maybe I'll call some people and see if I can get the word up. They should just win ten in a row. That's why the the Dodgers did it. Um, But yeah, I guess that's it for us this week. Mm -hmm. I look forward to talking to you guys next week when the Dodgers are 17-0 in their last 17. This episode is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, who never takes an L, just like the Dodgers. (laughs) Fall candles are coming soon. We got pumpkin spice fucking everything. Pumpkin marshmallow, pumpkin chai. It's pumpkin city over here, baby. Coming out in a couple weeks. James Outman, best player alive. Michael Goddamn Barnes, right. The next gold glove MVP. They're going to be fighting each other for MVPs for the next 10 years. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening to me being sad and Tyler just oil himself up with butters and greases and all types of goodies. 
Please make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Follow us on your socials, Instagram Benches Clear Podcast, Twitter Benches Clear P, and TikTok Benches Cleared. We're having a great time, even if we're sad or happy. Who cares? We'll see you Never next sad, week. Never sad, baby. Thank you. 17-0, let's go!